Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. I am Bill Knight, and I see a new face. Yes, you do. Bill, it's me. It's, it's a <laughs> new you. face to you, Bill, but not to me. I've known her for years. She's a sweetheart, Pat Farnack, uh, a, a veteran Hi. broadcaster. I love when they say that, a veteran broadcaster. She worked in Philadelphia for how long did you work in Philly for? 20 years, uh, no, 15 years. Oh, you no, you 17 years. You couldn't keep a job, huh? 17 oh, years. And then, she, 17 and then years. she headed off to New York to start a second, a second branch of her broadcasting career at WCBS, right? And I was there almost 20 years. You know what I can't Jeez. figure out? What? She's giving uh-huh. you all these numbers, and yet she's only 34. <laughs> he is. Oh, this... you know what? Yes. I also was in San Francisco for two and a half years. Where? Oh, what station? At the, very, at the very beginning. Did you of have my a career. flower in your hair, Pat? I'm just curious. I, I certainly did. K, KNBR and KYUU. They were owned by NBC at that time. KNBR, wow. one of my favorite stations when I grew up out in California. Yes. Where did you grow up, Hills? So I, I want to make sure it's pronounced right. What is it? What is the name of that town? San, jo- San Joaquin? No, no, that's a valley. <laughs> oh, San okay. Joaquin. Yeah, there's a story with the San Joaquin with a school teacher in Louisiana. I go to Louisiana, you yeah. know, with a job. And, you know, I have this Midas muffler. It's over on uh, San Joaquin Street in, uh, in Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, but either way, you know, I'm sitting here. I get this live copy. I'm going. They're going, oh, you know all the words in there. So, absolutely, yes. I, I grew up in the San Joaquin Valley. Nobody said anything. And I do the the spot on the air. It's perfect read, you know, live yeah. read. Yeah. And the next thing I know, you know, manager comes in. Uh, he goes, hey, uh, when the show's done, or we can get together tomorrow. I'm like, got to talk to you. There was a complaint by a school teacher who said I had no business being on the radio because... Uh, I should pay attention to the pronunciations of words, and everybody knows it's San Joachim. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and where did you grow up again, Bill? Uh, Fresno, California, in the San Joaquin Valley. And, you know, I, I, I know all the stories, you know, the Joaquin Marietta and the lost loot and all of that and the town of Fryant. I, you know, I was a kid and traversed yeah. all that land and, yeah, Even Bill but did some of the old, yeah, not from you know, Louisiana searching stuff. But down in Louisiana, man, I, you know, I guess I should have, you know, had my crackling. And, you know, we uh, all have stories like that. I don't when, when, when I, when I, when I, when I, uh, when I uh, uh, went to Pittsburgh, I pronounced it uh, Versailles en français, s'il vous plaît. Uh, Versailles, it's yeah. Versailles, right? Uh, I pronounced it Dubois. No, it's Du Bois. Du Bois. Yeah. Du Bois. Uh, I mean, that, that's how it is. And, you know, people called and would laugh at me. I had listeners going, ha, ha, I guess you're not <laughs> from here, are you? No, why is that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so we all, in, in Connecticut, T-O-L-L-A-N-D, right? Yeah. I pronounced it Toland. No, it's Toland. Ta. Toland. Well, it's like chowder is yeah. chata. Hey, chata. how about how about in, in Connecticut, uh B E R L I N. It's Berlin. No, it's a Berlin. Berlin, yeah. yeah. Berlin Turnpike. You know, everybody. And if, by the way, you're from uh, Maryland, they pronounce Baltimore, Balmer. Well, I can tell you right no now. T. With all this, uh, uh, you know, uh, geographic jargon, mm-hmm. we, we lost Fargo, North Dakota right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're going, yeah. Huh? yeah, what the, are they, they got, about? You know, they, they got, <laughs> I have they, to take out the trash. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about Fargo, North Dakota, but I, I there are people struggling to get uh, stuff in Iowa today. You, you, know, know what? you, know, you know what's happening today? It's the Iowa yeah. caucuses. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of caucuses, Pat? I don't know what to think about them. Uh, everything is 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 changing. I can't I can't keep up. But I guess it's always been caucuses in Iowa, right? Yeah, and it's a whole mm-hmm. different way of voting. It's it's like they all get in a room, I guess. And I guess do they debate or do they just uh, raise their hand as to who they're voting for? Or? Yeah, they they cast different votes until they finally come to a conclusion. Consensus? I think that's but that yeah a consensus. And I think that's what they were going to do in Colorado if. You know, they're, well, they're taking Trump off the ballot. That's fine. We'll caucus. You yeah. know, and it's kind of, I think it's an old-timey way of doing things. You know? Yeah. 
Well, so, uh, they're worried about they had, they had blizzard weather yesterday. They got I don't know eight inches of snow, and today it's uh, sub freezing, uh, sub zero weather, and very windy. And they're concerned that the older voters who would be going for Trump will uh, won't show up because of the cold weather. You know, uh, I don't know. They're hardy people out there. I think they're going to be there. They're used to it. I lived in uh, I, I lived in Waterloo for a while. I've been everywhere, man. But anyway, uh, I remember the first time I went there. The the what I'm seeing on the news, the pictures, they go, oh, how bad it is. I'm going like, that is nothing, you know. I mean, I've seen that snow piled high, but they cleared the streets, but there were ice rinks. Yeah, uh, and I remember the first time getting out of the car at the hotel when I went to Waterloo, Iowa. I stepped out and promptly slipped and fell on my butt and went sliding down the hill. Hit my head a couple of times. Good. And, and that's the excuse you have. Lot, you, know? <laughs> um, you see, on the eve of the caucuses, uh, Marco Rubio has endorsed Trump, which I thought was interesting. You know, little Marco endorsed Trump. <laughs> little oh, the, Marco. Yeah, the, the hands guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, I guess this Ben Carson, who's a supporter of Trump, who I like a lot, uh, mm-hmm. He had he had this to say about what to expect. Listen, Ben Carson. Hello, fellow patriots. This is Dr. Ben Carson, and I wanted to take a moment to speak directly to the incredible Trump supporters out there. We found ourselves once again at a crucial moment, a moment where your voice matters and where your vote can shape the future of our great nation. Firstly, I want to share a brief reflection. In 2016, when I ran for president and spent many days in Iowa, some folks played dirty tricks. You might remember a false message spread on caucus day that I was dropping out of the presidential race, even though I wasn't. Well, we did let those games shake us then, and we won't now. I'm reaching out today to remind you, as passionate supporters of President Trump, to stay vigilant and focused. Be on the lookout for dirty tricks and be smarter than they are. We're in this together, and your commitment is vital. As January 15th approaches, rumors and misinformation might surface. Let me be crystal clear. Trust only the information coming directly from President Trump and his campaign. Our movement is strong, and we know that dishonest individuals try to create confusion. But remember, our strength lies in unity and trust. So if you hear anything that seems off or doesn't come from the official channels, verify it with the campaign. Our task is simple yet monumental. Turn out and caucus for Trump on January 15th at 7 o'clock. Be early. You can't be late. Your voice matters. And together, we'll continue to make America great again. Check the official channels for any updates. And be assured that truth and freedom will prevail. Let's make history again. God bless you all. And God bless America. Kind of an interesting guy. You know, I do remember that. Do you remember that, Pat, when they actually... uh said they said he dropped out ben yeah. carson's dropping right. you know right, right. and, and he well, you can't believe anything you hear nope. anymore uh desantis now is going around saying well you, you, you if you vote for trump he's a lame duck from day one because he can only be in for one year and i i think that's an you advantage know, you know he did a lot in the one year that oh, well he was not one year he was four years he was in for one term and he did a lot he did a lot in that first year uh joe did a lot in his first year he undid oh. everything just deliberately with a pen the stroke of a pen that yeah. trump did and you know you look at this great economy that we have the high gas prices uh the high food prices uh the the open border on you know and, and but yet they give you this wishy-washy you know, story about how great things are, but even the left media can't sit there and, you know, really, he's, you know, he, show it to be true because they know it's a lie. Well, he, this is what I wanted to talk to you guys and why I agreed to come on the show today was because <laughs> selfishly, my retirement's being ruined. <laughs> my <laughs> retirement's, and, and I don't mean that um, economically, really. But I mean, I expected to have some peace and tranquility after working 47 years <laughs> in the business like a dog. And uh, sweating over hot turntables, I know. <laughs> uh, well, 
and 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 what do I get? Armageddon. Mm. I, I, I'm looking over my shoulder as to what's going to happen next. I don't know what to believe. All the outlets except for yours. You know, I, I have questions about. I don't want it to be a retired, angry person. And uh, and I have yet to find uh, a, a happy medium. And I, I wondered how, well, I know how you guys address retirement mm-hmm. because you have a mouthpiece for, but, but, but do you get obsessed and carried away? I think you do sometimes. Yeah. It's all, cons- it's, it's all consuming what we're doing. I yes. mean, I didn't realize well, it would be. Did you Bill? No, I didn't. But I'll, I'll ask you this, Pat, because, okay, you stepped away from the microphone you stepped away from the media and you're saying, you know, you wanted to have a happy retirement because you contributed to what you thought was – we all can contribute to our future and democracy. You at least, you know, you think so in what you do. You know, you teach your children, you, you work, you vote, you do everything, and then you go off and ride away into the sunset and have a happy life. But as you sit there and look, do you not find yourself every day getting up in the news going – this you know and and you're wondering what it's it's like a nightmare and so yeah i think that's what she said yeah yeah Yeah. it's consuming it's all consuming so you know you know doing a newscast you read the news beforehand whether it was given to you or you write it or you're given the facts and you put it together and you're ready to go you know Every day when you observe things going on, you're show prepping for this thing. You know, it's like, yeah. uh, what'd you do? I woke up this morning and I looked around. Me, so. There it is. And you observe people too, what they say. But I mean, you could, um, what I'm trying to do now is get off my phone more. I, I don't want to spend uh, two hours scrolling and scrolling and then scrolling some more and then opening something and then going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> and, and before you know it, an hour and a half has gone by and you think to yourself, oh my God, I've, I've been immersed in this stuff. Yeah. And I don't even know if it's true. <clears throat> I, uh, I can do more research and sometimes I do, but, you walk away thinking, you know, I, I, I don't want that scrolling and that phone to be my entire life because it's depressing and it's not real. Mm-hmm. What's interesting, I, I, I'd be curious to find out how you feel about mainstream media right now, having been uh, a, an integral part of it for decades. Uh, have you seen a change like we all seem to have seen? Oh, my goodness. It, it, it's it's not like anything I've experienced in 47 years. I've never experienced what I'm seeing now. It's uh, and you just wonder, I did that for my entire life. Would I fit in now? Well, you know, that's just it. I've, I've, I've known out. <laughs> I've known you for a long time. And and I know from talking to you over the years that you used to put a lot of a lot of effort into you, your work. You'd research stuff. You dig for stuff. You, you'd double check and make sure that the facts were right. I don't see a lot of reporters doing that anymore. I see them going to Google to get their facts and putting stories together. You know, they get, they, it seems like they get a lot of uh, press releases from like uh, the Democratic National Committee at 4 a.m. in the morning that tell them what they're going to, the talking points, and they all parrot them. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I, yeah. I don't know. It's uh... yeah, and and um, character assassination is so easy now, isn't it? It is. You just, yeah. You get you get one phrase or um, one uh, photograph that looks a little dicey, and that's it. Your yeah. your your product is if you're a business person and and there's a product involved, it it uh, may get you shut down. You may go bankrupt. Your your um, uh, well, good name is ruined. You you're, you, you get, worked you in New York City. Job. You worked in New York City. I think you told me one time you interviewed Trump. Am I right? Yes. Or is that okay? You've interviewed, you've interviewed Trump. 
you see, you know the guy, and he's got an ego. We all know he's got an ego. It's not like that's a surprise. Everybody but, has an ego. But I mean, he he's done some incredible <laughs> things in New York. Uh, you yes. probably heard the story about the ice rink in Central Park. Oh, sure. I was just going to mention that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, if you would, could you tell the audience about the ice rink in, in Central Park? Pat. Well, it was uh, it was going down fast. Nobody was using it. It was like a, a, a mess. You know, a, 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 yeah, it was a, a, a pond that, <laughs> that was, uh, it, it looked decrepit, looked terrible, and Trump, took it over and uh, said, I will uh, rejuvenate this. And he, I think he did it in eight months. Under budget. Under mm-hmm. budget. Yeah, under budget. And now it's um, something that a lot of people uh, are, are attracted to, like a magnet during the wintertime in New York City. He, it, it added so much to, to, to the city. Um, but. You know, you talk about character assassination, Pat. This guy is, I got to play a cut from Trump. He was speaking yesterday in Iowa and he Mm -hmm. talked about election interference. And I I want you to hear this because it'll make you cringe. Listen. I got one in New York that's beautiful. My wife's mother, who is an incredible woman, a great beauty inside and out, incredible woman. She just died. And uh, my wife is very devastated by that. And I have a trial going on, a fake trial, a totally fake trial. And uh, we asked the judge if I could take a day off for a funeral of my mother-in-law, who was very close to me also. And he said, no. Can you imagine? These are animals. Can you imagine that, Nigel? That wouldn't even happen in your country, right? He said, no, we can't have a day off. These are bad people. These are radical left lunatics that want to hurt me because they think it's going to hurt me at the polls so that Biden can win an election. I don't think the people are going to fall for it. But think of that. Can I have a day off? I'd like to go to the... So my wife is going to be standing at the funeral of her mother, who was a very special woman. It's not like this was a very special, incredible woman. And so she's supposed to stand there alone. Now I'll be there. One way or the other, I'll be there. But what a disgrace that a judge would not say, yes, we can take a day off. There's no rush. You know, all of these indictments, they could have done them three years ago. They saved them all for the election. Every one of them. I got one during Iowa. I got one during New Hampshire, the day before New Hampshire. I got every one of these. I have one, the same Shutkin, Judge Shutkin, in Washington. The day before Super Tuesday, she wants a trial to start. The day before, then she says, oh, no, it has nothing to do with politics. Every one of them is the day before Iowa, the day before New Hampshire, the day before Super Tuesday. Now, these are rigged. Indictments. This is a rigged Department of Justice where we have radical left, bad people, lunatics, and we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. So I'm going to that funeral, and this judge, whatever the hell he wants to do, let him do it. But we're going to that funeral. It's a disgrace. Can't take one day off. They could have had these trials. They could have had that trial six months ago. But they didn't want to have them six months ago. They could have had the other one, the boxes hoax. They could have had that two years ago. They waited to just, as soon as it was announced Trump is running and he's number one, they said, oh, let's go get him. It's amazing. Uh, talk about interference. He named them. They're next to each like benchmark in the election. I, I, I'd also like to address this. The, hum- the inhumanity, I guess, is, is my way of describing it. The inhumanity. I mean... I just lost my mother, so this is real fresh mm-hmm. uh, to me. And um, just keeping anyone, anyone away from a funeral like that, that I, I don't understand. I don't understand the depth of the hatred that is out there. I, 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 I don't know where it came from and, and what I talked about earlier uh, about retirement and seeing this out in the world, how can I, uh, you know, how can I go about my business as just a, 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 a private citizen with an easy mind when all this stuff is happening around me? I know that's selfish. No, no, no. You know, um, I've said this many times. I can't run anymore. I can't. 
I can't do a lot of things I could do when I was a younger man, but I still can talk and I still can think. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's the contribution that people like us can bring to the table. Make, <laughs> and make, that might be our downfall. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that's true. But, hey, mm-hmm. listen, uh, I'd rather go down with dignity than, than just sit on the sidelines and pretend nothing has happened like a lot of people are doing. Well, I think, you you know, the most important thing you have is a voice, and that's what you've got to do. I mean, if we don't sit there and pass on our common sense and knowledge, who's going to? And, I mean, we can't sit there and be quiet about what's going on. Or the radical left, NBC, came out the other day uh-huh. in a news piece, and they, they acknowledged that there's a deep state. I, and- Bill, Bill, i got to show you what's the next story. I'm, well, I'm, there you go. I'm, 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 I'm setting you up, buddy. I'm yep. setting you up. Yeah, we were we 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 drink from the same trough. We I sure guess. do. It, it NB, <laughs> Listen to this, folks. It's like an old married couple. Yep. <laughs> NBC. <laughs> oh God bless it. Um, oh geez. NBC News reports. <laughs> NBC News reports deep state plot to facilitate a uh, quote military coup end quote against Trump amidst fear for alleged retribution if reelected, Here's what they're saying. Concerns are intensifying among far-left national security mm-hmm. experts and Pentagon insiders over the possibility that former President Donald Trump might leverage the U.S. military to enforce his political will if he returns to Oval, the Oval Office. In a detailed report, NBC News inadvertently admitted the existence of a deep state allegedly working to facilitate a military coup against former President Trump if he is freely and fairly elected by Americans. And the story goes on, but this is this is really bad stuff. Uh, you know, NBC hates Trump, so they wouldn't do this intentionally. But just by the setup of the story, they had to acknowledge the fact there is a subversive deep state working to undermine Trump again. And that shouldn't surprise anybody because when he ran the first time, the FBI was spying on him before he was sworn into Mm -hmm. office. But Jim, so what? What can we do about it? This is the thing. All this stuff happens. It's outrageous. It would be outrageous no matter who it, 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 it was. And yet it's happening and nobody seems to, I mean, you guys are outraged about it. Mm-hmm. You talk about it, but well, how, I know. What, can be, what, what can be done? Well, I'm afraid, what I'm afraid of, that uh, it's not Bill or myself that the world has to worry about. But I think there are a lot of younger veterans, for example, out there in the Midwest and the heartland who are paying attention to what's going on. They hate it. And I'm afraid there's going to be a problem. You know, we were talking, Pat, last week, Bill and I were talking about the fact that they've let in so mil- so many military-aged illegals across the border. That's the big problem. Yeah, that there's a, there's a belief that Hezbollah has a unit in this country right now ready to attack something. They're not sure what. Uh, Christopher Ray, when he testified in front of uh, uh, the Senate, or was it the House of Representatives? I think it was the Senate. Uh, he said he spends many a sleepless night worrying about the next shooter drop. You know, when it comes to being attacked on the homeland. So we're playing with fire, and when you play with fire, sooner or later something is going to get burned. You know, and what did we do in uh, Yemen the other day? We bombed it, right? You know, and right. and and the Houthi are, are sitting there going, "Well, they attacked another ship." Sooner or later, they're going to sink one of these ships. And, you know, is it going to be an aircraft carrier or destroyer? Either way, that's billions of dollars. Well, did you hear about North Korea? Supposedly, this came out yesterday, North Korea has said they have a hypersonic uh, delivery system now. They've already got the nuclear weapon. Well, you know, think about it now. they're, They're right there under the umbrella of China. All right? And China might not sit there and do a big coercive attack, you know, because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, we don't want to get into this, but we got a little bully sitting right here and they're pretty close to us. So 
how are they going to attack that bully with nukes? But that bully could sit there and fire off a nuke. And, you know, know, the hypersonic missile probably comes from China. The technology. That's what I'm saying. So they're giving them all that stuff to sit there and be their henchmen. Pat, in case you are not aware of what a hypersonic hypersonic missile is, are you aware of how fast it goes like? It supposedly it's a bad can day. travel. It can, it's a very, very bad thing. <laughs> it's it, not yes, a good thing. <laughs> it, it can go from Moscow to uh, New York in seven minutes. Now, usually you have like a half an hour when they launch missiles in Russia, but seven minutes. I mean, well, you can't even fix your hair in seven minutes. You know, you, you know, you've got this ball that's the Earth, and so they're launching from over here. Like, let's say that's the nine o'clock position. Okay. All right, and they're coming over to the three o'clock. Boy, position. I wish we were a television now. Go ahead. Yeah, but either way, well, nine o'clock and it launches from nine o'clock. It's going to three o'clock. We uh-huh. can detect that and see it coming over. But the way things are positioned, it's launched from the three o'clock. Instead, doesn't go over the top. It goes under. We don't really see it until it's too late to respond. But here's here's what you guys are missing. Mm-hmm. You gotta be, and this is getting dark. Go ahead. But you gotta be. You gotta be ready to go because you know not the day or the hour, right? Well, you yeah, know that's not given. the day or the hour, right? And it, let's say they do launch the missile. Who the hell invited we're her? Gonna, we're not going to survive hey, that. Bill, Bill, who well, invited are we her? Survive it or, you or did. We'll, we'll survive but I agree it with her. You would, yeah. <laughs> well, um, uh, we'll survive it maybe for if there's a, a, a nuclear blast. We're not going to survive that. But well, yeah, there, goes, there, do, goes my, there goes do, my retirement we'll fund. <laughs> well, if well, we do, if we do, and we're down in our basement studio where I should be, one, uh, maybe I'll survive it for a week. One well placed I'll die of radiation poisoning. And you know what? This is awful. But I could go. I'm. I'm not that I want to go, but I would be ready to go. You're at peace with yourself. Are you guys You're... ready to go? I mean. Yeah. You know, you, you, I would say with qualifiers, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go with qualifiers. Uh, you know, yes, kind of. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not in a hurry to go, you know, but no, uh, but you can't be afraid, like thinking, uh, but see, that's uh, that's oh how my God, I'm gonna die. But, we are all gonna die. Right? I do believe, Pat, that patriots in our country, this is the thing we go back to the younger. I think there are younger people who are at that point right now. People well, I mean, who have let, been let's, veterans let's, and things like that who figure, well, enough is enough. That's what scares me. I'm afraid he's pushing us into a civil war. And I think he, I think the left wants it because there'll be no elections if there's a civil war. Yeah, but, but you people know. Are going to, people, people are going to be uh, apathetic. Number one, they never think it's going to happen. They're not prepared. Uh, they're afraid. Let me ask you a question. All right, we talked about nukes and surviving or not surviving. When the World Trade Center went down, the towers went down, that economically crushed us. I mean, things were bad for a long time. So let's say one well-placed nuke, that's all you have to do. One well-placed nuke in the United States doesn't have to be the biggest city, but you take out a pretty good-sized city entirely. That's more than just a couple of buildings. Would that put us into the Stone Ages financially? Well, if somebody went after our grids. Yeah. Well, that's up in the Northeast. There you go. The hubs. Yeah. I just talk right now. All, connected. This, all the grids are connected. All you have to do is start. Um, well, perfect example. It's 50 year old technology. It's 50 year old technology well, and perfect, hardware. Perfect now example. The are made in China. When I worked in New York, 1977. Uh, we lost, we lost our, our power, but it, and, well, how and, about 2003? There was a, a, that, that big blackout of 2003, which I worked through. I was on the air for eight hours, <laughs> no computers, no copy. Well, Hey, listen, you want, I got <laughs> you beat. I got you beat. <clears throat> I was so on the, the air. The of your mind really cranking I, there. I know? was on the <laughs> air at CBS in 1977. I, and we lost our power and. All of a sudden, I had no more show. It was like dead silence. 
But they went over to a portable radio in the control room, and they could hear our carrier, trans, our tr- a carrier, a transmitter. Yeah. So one of our great CBS engineering uh, geniuses had put a backup generator on the transmitter, but not on the studio. <laughs> Not on the oh, studio. Boy. So we couldn't broadcast <laughs> from the studio to the transmitter, which I think at the time was in the World Trade Center. Yes, on the yeah, yeah. the hundred fourth floor, whatever it was. So yeah. uh, you know, I was gonna ask you, Pat, you know, you were in New York, you were working at CBS when the towers went down. Am I correct? Uh, I I was, but I was on I was actually on the uh platform at Trenton waiting to catch a train. Wow. And so I never, I didn't get into, um, into Manhattan that day. I was lucky. Um, with my then husband, uh, Dan Foley, we were standing on, on the platform when the tire, towers came down. And uh, there was a, an engineer who was going to take a train into Manhattan. And he said, uh, we could still go in. We could still go. I, I'm not allowed to take any passengers in, but if you want to go. I am authorized to take the train in. And uh, I thought about it and I said, no. <laughs> like, Wait a no. second. Wait a second. It seems like it's a target, right? Nah, I don't want to go to the target. I don't think I need to get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you were there for all the follow up, all the days yes, and days course. and days yeah. of follow up. So yeah. did you have to stay in New York at some time? Did you have to go yeah. in there? Yes, yes. And, you know, during Hurricane Sandy and things like that, yeah, you have to stay in New York. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm always glad that I never lived in New York. Uh, I, I think it allowed me to be a better journalist. I, I think it mm. allowed me to see the world more clearly rather than just being in that Manhattan bubble. More objective. Maybe I'm Maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but no, no, no. I, I've I, always, I've always felt that I, I liked escaping yeah. the, the island of Manhattan at the end of the day and uh, yeah. getting out of. I, I did enjoy it. Wow, uh, you and Joe Biden took that Amtrak, huh? <laughs> what did yeah. he Not say? together, what? I might add. <laughs> I think he said, "What did he say? Two million miles on that Amtrak." Good, good, Joe. Boy. I wish you were still on it. Um, <laughs> but then again, so. There's talk, there's talk of a deep state plot to take out his power to control the military when he's president, Trump. Well, does that sound like it's even possible? But I mean, here's the thing I, I wanted to bring up. I've heard conversely that there is a faction of our military right now that is actually working with Trump right now. Do you know what I'm saying? There is, there is a. Uh, do you think that there is stuff going on behind the scenes that we are completely unaware of as, as a public? Do you think there are, um, you know, plans that are in place to, you know, better the, the government or uh, support uh, democracy? Or, or do you think this is all fiction? There's a lot of conspiracy theory stuff out there right now. Has I been. think it's fiction. I do. I, I, I know you don't agree with me, Jim. No, I, 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 I don't really know. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I think it's it's the fear factor. Wasn't that a show? Yes, mm-hmm. it was. It was a show. Yeah, Rogan. Yes. Wasn't the Rogan fear the guy factor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think it's to make us afraid, to make us afraid and therefore compliant. Do you well, think compliant that, is right. a key word? Do you think that that conspiracy theory uh, narrative is being put out by the left, by the you know, by intentionally to confuse us, to keep us, um, you know, to dangle hope in, in front of people, you know, uh, that isn't going to happen? Do you know? Do you, and you say, you say the left, but I don't know. I, well, I, I think isn't there a uniparty? Everybody's talking about the uniparty, the uniparty. Yeah, that's, yeah. Where the Dems and the Republicans are 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 the same. Uh, that's true. Would that, would that be the well, deep state? That would be the deep state. That wouldn't be I the guess. yeah. That would be a whole a whole and faction. There's somebody controlling them. Boy, this is. By the way, well, who, so, who do you think that is? Satan. 
<laughs> I don't I, know. I, well, I think I think his I think his earthly name is Soros, but you know that's <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of those happy people, um, you know, uh, you know what starts today? The World Economic Forum in da- oh, in Davos. Yeah. So they're 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 all gathering right now to to for, to implement their next plan in the plot to destroy the world. And uh, I mean, they they go out there, they eat well, stay in great restaurants, and they talk about their plans to control the world. Well, think about it, though, Jim. If you were a zillionaire, after a while, you have a few yachts, you have your uh, uh, fancy homes in Mm -hmm. in five different capitals, and and that could happen, Pappies. I am buying Mega Millions. Go ahead. Yes. And 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 what is there to do after that? It's like Mick Jagger. He was saying that um, once that they asked him about his sexuality. Uh, you know, are you gay? Are you uh, straight? And he said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because after a while, you've made love to everybody you want to make love to. Well, yeah. yeah. You're a little fluid. Yeah. So... <laughs> So I think a lot of these people with a lot of And you know, of even money, after they, all that, he still can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> oh, no. um, I'm sorry. I had to say that. No, that was good. That was good. I, I, you would almost think that I set you up. You but, did. Uh, you did. But, yes. the, the radio guy, you know, he's going to take anything and yeah, go for the... It was you know, a softball. I had to hit it. But I, I mean, I guess, I guess that makes sense. If you have a zillion dollars and you've gone all over the world you have everything that money can't buy and you have all the power what's next yeah uh world domination but i i don't know if if i had that kind of money i i would just i i would want to enjoy it rather than use my power but i guess that's what i love about these guys guys like bill gates and john Kerry, is like bill gates he's a proponent of reducing the world population to 550 million people. Now, understand, we have 330 million in the U.S. alone. China's got, what, a a billion and a half people or something like that? Um, So a lot of people have got to die. And when it comes to this whole process, they want people to die. Supposedly, Gates is enthusiastic about it, but so long as it's not him, you know? They don't have to work at it, Jim. That people are not having babies. We're not even replacing ourselves um, no. with with babies. Um, you know, that's one of the things that Elon Musk is always talking about, how uh, uh, great it is to uh, have a, a lot of kids and well, how you, you know, you, you the world continues with children. But kids nowadays are not having children. They're children themselves for a lot longer, right? They're mm-hmm. still at home. They're... They're uh, on their phones. They're not having sex. They're not driving. They're not going to parties. They're scrolling. And kind of sounds like uh, my life right now. <laughs> 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 no, but you uh, know. <laughs> but I mean, they don't have to do anything. Is what I'm saying to yeah. reduce the world's population. It's going to happen. Look at Japan. They don't even have enough young people to keep the economy going. There's so many old people. There isn't enough. Uh, uh, people out there to even care for them. No, well, I guess Bill Gates and the and and his crew they want to have just enough people to sit there and service them and uh, and and do their deeds of work and everything to you know give them what they want. Then you have the Elon Musk and uh, maybe the Bezos of the world that sit there and go, no, 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 there's not enough people. We need workers. We need a lot of people because we need to grow and populate. And- well, I guess that's the the uh, illegal undocumented alien uh population right no they're voters they're voters let's let's just be honest with about that the the borders are open yeah Uh, you look at the democratic party and you look at the people that identify to being democrats now it's 20 percent 26 percent of the party identifies as democrat wow they don't even want to admit that they're democrats and i'm not saying republicans or everything because there's bad seeds in that party too and but you know, there there's a swing, well, and Democrats want to be in power. So yeah, but but you know, Jim and Bill, when you take in those illegal families, 
you can keep an eye on them <laughs> <laughs> into your own home. Yeah. Well, you know what in, they want to, you know what they're talking about? How many, hey. how many empty rooms do you have, Pat? Well, but in Massachusetts, can... the governor of you Massachusetts came out last week and said, if you That's have an empty, if that. you have a room and you're not using it, invite them into your home. Oh, sure. It may be a guy from a mental hospital in Venezuela. It may be a convicted murderer from Honduras or whatever. Well, can they eminent domain? Well, they can eminent domain your house. Can they? Can they sit there and? Because you really don't eminent own a house domain the room. Uh, can they sit there and mandate that you give up that space that you're not using? I think that they think they can at some point. But you know, really, I saw something just this morning as I was getting some prep together. Up in Maine, they're building these beautiful new oh, yes, I saw homes. That. Did you see that? And they're going yeah. to be housed at no charge by for illegals. Yeah, illegals will have them for Would two years. Would you buy that home when they're out of there? No, that well, that's, the point is there's a lot of unemployed. <laughs> there's a lot of people on the street who are veterans who are living in the cold, and they don't have a house like that. You know, what, what the hell is wrong with that? Oh, us? the hell with the veterans. So what did they do? They served our country. They served their purpose. You know, but, you know, uh, uh, if if I may take the other side, nobody wants um, these uh, people who come here, legal or not legal, to to suffer and die on the streets. I mean, that's not is that the American? No, way? I, I, I'm not I, saying I'm not saying should that, there have been a plan. You know, I have going, extra rooms here. Should there have been a plan in place before we brought them in willy nilly? Well, oh, absolutely. Course, but why wasn't there? Why? Well, why it's because because we have a guy who can't find Marine One when he walks out in the back lawn. I mean, well, the I guy- think that was a hurry up plan. Well, we got to yeah. get some voters in here. Let's just there, there's there's hey, a Bill, There's an ulterior motive. They interviewed an illegal uh, last week uh, on who was leaning against the wall, and they said, "Do you plan on voting?" And the illegal said, "Yes, uh, for Biden." Why? Because he's he want he he's allowed us to be here, and I thought mm. to myself, this guy really thinks that he can just vote now. They've given him the impression that it's okay for him to vote. They want him to vote in the election. Well, you can vote. You can vote in 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 New York in municipal elections already. If you're and ready. if you're in that booth, what's to stop you from voting for the other stuff or, too? Yeah, or, or yeah, I mean. That that is next. Well, why isn't the Republican Party um, courting these voters? These well, voters I, I, I think I think Trump's <laughs> you know? plan. To be honest well, with then you, you're part of the uh, the the influx of the illegals. But Trump's plan support. is to deport them. I think it's a ambitious plan. I don't know how that he's going to do it. I don't think he can do it. How do you I, move 12 million people you know. back to where they came from? That's a how lot do you of find planes. Them? How do you find them? Well, a lot of them you can find because you're paying them two thousand yeah. dollars a month, and they're they're coming for the check. Now, now I have to stop you there, Jim. Do we know that? I mean, yeah. I haven't been able to 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 uh, find any information out. No, I, I I've read it. I I, I mean, uh, if I can find it again, I'll. I'll send you the article, but uh, we are sending. Yeah, I don't mean to be, you know, a gotcha. Here, but, yeah, yes, you do. I, yes, a... <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> it's that news person um... in you. <laughs> Couldn't help yourself. Uh, yeah, but uh, journalists aren't supposed to ask questions, are we? Anymore? You, you are. Uh, yes, you are. <laughs> well, not if you're asking against the left. You should never question the left. That's you true. You should never question problem. anything, though. That's the thing. Even well, things that aren't really political, you're not supposed to ask questions because you're not supposed to. Period. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, let's say hypothetically that they're not giving them two thousand dollars a month. But I, again, I have, I have read it, and I, I oh, I I've seen that too, but yeah. I haven't been able to trace. Well, it let's to say, the, the, let's world. say that. Well, here's what they are giving them: they're giving them transportation, they're giving free, them room, free housing, yeah, free housing, free food, three meals a day. Yes, so. So who's paying for that? Because yeah. that all adds up to money. Yes. Yeah. It's coming out of our our pocket. So yeah. maybe, you know, maybe they are getting that, but they're getting it in a way like we used to call it in radio, you know, the giveaways, the chatskis, you know, they're getting all these yeah. different things and it all adds up. It doesn't matter how you get it. The fact is that they're getting it and 
somebody's paying for that, you know, the, the food, the housing, you know, everything. Even when we sit there and uh, send off a busload of illegals to Illinois, which the governor there is going, oh, it's not fair, yeah. Um, yeah. you know. That costs money to send that bus. Well, he owns the Hyatt Hotel chain, so I don't know why he he can't just uh, seriously Pritzker. Yeah, yeah he owns he and his, his family owns the uh, Hyatt Hotel chain, so he can just put them up in the Hyatt. They got plenty of room there, you know. Uh, it, it, cost it, him money. Yeah, it, Pat, well, and and, I, and who is who is providing? Yeah, another thing you have to ask yourself is who is providing the food for all these newcomers? Who is 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 it? Aramark is it who you know, who is getting a kickback from the government providing Oh they, they won't tell you that. They they won't you know I I was just going to say or I, the buses When I worked in New York I used airlines. to When I worked in New York I used to walk out of uh, the Vanderbilt Avenue side at Grand Central and I would walk a block to, in, by the Roosevelt Hotel on 5th Avenue Oh that's all And, and this is yeah. this was a gorgeous hotel it it used to have brass marquees and uh, nice awnings. It was a, it was kind of a a, a hot upper end place. Now I know they closed it down, and that's why they used it. But still, mm. it is now um, a dormitory for illegals, and I'm sure they've trashed it. I'm sure it's nothing like what it used to look like. You know, uh, you know when people get stuff for nothing, I, sh- I shouldn't say this, but it's true. They don't respect it like it's theirs. You know. They uh, have a tendency to abuse the properties and things like that. I'm sure the Roosevelt Hotel will need a complete refurbish when whoever owns it, you know, takes takes it back. Uh, but well, well, be but be that as it may, Jim, um, we can't let these people die uh, in. In the cold. Oh no, no, and we I'm not saying that. We can't let, I, no. I mean, no, no. What are we supposed to I, do? I we do, can't no. as a country. You asked a good question. Them. My question, my answer is, we, the ones that we know where they are. Seriously, this is going to sound cold. With all due respect, we put them on C5As and we fly them back to the countries they came from. I don't listen. They, they, they took buses. They got on the backs of trains or whatever. You know, freight trains. They walked through the desert. Some of them didn't make it, but they did all the hardship to get here. The return trip that we give them, whatever it is, is going to be palatial compared to the journey to this country. But legally, and I think justifiably, we should send them back to what because we haven't got the uh, network in place. I know we're a rich country. I know we have so much, but we don't have. I hear people saying. I hear this weekend. I heard. Uh, uh, was it Chuck Schumer or Nancy Pelosi? Or some of the Democrats were saying, "Well, we need them to pick our vegetables. We need them." Oh, so no, that I saw that. So Jerry we, Nadler, yeah, yeah, so we can eat mm. the food. I thought Jerry Nadler should be talking about food, right? Uh, and but I thought to myself, what a crock! At the very least, what a terrible thing to say too. What not, a, a terrible that we need them to. Uh, uh, well, they're saying they're saying. Thoughts? Well, they're saying I mean, that really they're saying Americans won't do the job, and I, I, my opinion is this: if if it's a matter of the per hour wage, then the money that we're investing right now in the Iraq, uh, the uh, Ukrainian war, the money that we're spending to house all these people and to, and to take care of them, all these multi multi billions of dollars. Why don't we start a, a program where we say to the farming, to agriculture, we'll subsidize you with uh, your hourly rate for your laborers in the field. And so we'll give a better wage to Americans to work for you so that you won't need to hire people to come in and work for below minimum wage. I mean, if we're going to subsidize anything, subsidize Americans. Don't just give you know, these legals are a pittance and encourage them to be here for that pittance. Does that make sense to you? Well, it makes sense. But but also, you know, you talk about uh, deportation. What are we deporting these people back to? What I mean, yes, some of them just came for a quote unquote better life, but others are really fleeing uh, uh, persecution in in uh, in their home countries not that we should just be a haven but that was the idea of america in, in the first place yeah but wasn't it my ancestors and your ancestors i'm sure 
uh, came through Ellis Island. Even even my ancestors, the uh, that came through in the mid eighteen hundreds in New York, they came down the ramp, you know, of the ship that they were on, and if they wanted to be a citizen, they enlisted in the Federal Army. It was the Civil War time, and they ended up being in the 69th New York and stuff like that, and the Fighting Irish Brigade. They, those were all immigrants that came across and joined uh, forces and contributed. Well, That's not happening we have, here. We used to have a vetting prop, uh, process. When you wanted to come to America, there were things you had to do. You had to learn about our, about our culture or history and everything, and you took a test. And you swore an oath and you you pledged in, and it was always on the news. We've done away with that. So people that come here, you know, they're beholding to where they came from that they wanted to escape from with their values, but they're here. And I'm like going, that doesn't make sense. Well, you're you right. Know? They carry you're, they you're carry on the... our team, but you want to play for the other team. When it's they like, demonstrate be... in this country, they carry the flags from where they came from, right. not not the U.S. flag. But but that isn't all of them. Given the benefit of the doubt, there are, are many who uh, can't wait to get here in order for a, a better life. And there should be some way to separate the wheat from the chaff, so to speak, where um, you you could find the people who are escaping persecution. I guess there is a, a, a way to do that, but the uh, hearings are six years out and 10 years out. So what did they do in the I meantime? mean, we, we have, um, it's a, and this is a fact, Jack, <laughs> that we, <laughs> we have uh, convicted murderers. We have uh, mental yes. hospitals. They've, they have been flushed into our country. They've been mixed with these people. You don't know who is good and who is bad. <clears throat> you say, is it wrong to send these people back to where they, they may be in a, a difficult time. Well, I understand that we are a, a, a just and fair and kind nation. But, I mean, and I do think that we can use our influence in all of those countries to make life easier for them, these people. Yeah. I, I mean, but you know what? Uh, we, we can do it with money. We can do it with subsidies to these countries. So if you, we're sending your illegals back. We don't want What's you touching them. Wasn't Kamala Harris supposed to do that in Guatemala and? Uh, oh, that, she's she's the, she's the border czar, yeah. and I don't think she's been there. She's been a lot of czars, and she is she is a uh, lot of czars. Yeah, she's uh, she's clueless on everything. But you know, I think we're getting the the cart in front of the horse here. There's a lot of things that we could and want to do, and everything takes money, money, money. But the point is, is that we got to prioritize and take one thing at a time. We got to close the borders and and reopen them the proper way you know yeah. and then you know we we have to deal with one thing at a time we've got so many fires going on out here let's let's stop the fire starter and that goes back to biden you know well, a lot of people a lot of people I, uh, over over christmas uh we were talking with a big at a big family gathering and um there are people who do not believe, they do not believe that there's a problem at the border. And and you just look at them and say, what? Haven't you been paying attention? But is it that they just don't want to accept that there is a problem at the border because it's so massive? Uh, or have they been indoctrinated? Oh, this can't be happening. You ever see the part. three monkeys, you know, see no evil, hear no evil, <laughs> you know? Uh, speak no evil. I guess it, I think that's where a lot of people are. If they well, don't, if they don't acknowledge it, it doesn't exist. Well, you know? that would be the three news sources: ABC, NBC, and uh, <laughs> yeah. CBS. Uh, that's see no, true. No, speak no. Uh, <laughs> but they do speak it. They speak evil when they talk about Trump. Trump bad. Democrat good. Biden good. Economy good. And yet things are failing. You know. But that's that's what they do. And it's because they've got a new breed of newscaster because I think they have in the upper echelon a a new breed that's up there that is bringing in the people that they can manipulate and they're not true journalists. You know, they're just, you know, they, they're not doing their jobs. They're going, oh, okay, here's the memo. This is what we're talking about today. Yeah, I don't even have to rewrite this. And everybody's reading the same damn copy. It's you know what I find you know? interesting. Well, not only that, there's a, a there's a newsroom ethos, I guess you could call it, where you know 
the slant you're supposed to take. You know um, what will get you in trouble. And you ask yourself, do you want do a job I want, or not? Uh, do I want it? Do I want job security? Yeah. Or do I want to throw everything into the blender <laughs> yeah. and take my chances? Yeah. You know? And for what? What's the payoff? You know, uh, what I find interesting is the biggest uh, anti-illegal mo- people out there, I think, are the legal immigrants. People who spent six to eight months preparing to be citizens, mm-hmm. who came here, stood in line, and did it the proper way. You hear them talk about illegals. They can't stand it. They can't stand what's happening at the border. They want it closed. And I don't blame them. They followed the uh, the rules. And they pledged an oath to the United States. There are a lot of illegals that are coming over that don't yep. want to. And I think when they say, no, I'm not going to do that, I'm sorry, then say, hey, it's been nice meeting you. I hope you have a nice life. You need to turn around and go where you came from. You know, because if you want to come here, you know, you're welcome, but you've got to accept our laws, play by our rules. You know, and I don't don't want to, you know, you know, go, it's our club and that's the way it is. But the point is, is that there's a reason that we are what we are. We, you know, I think there will be people, Pat, who will be vetted when Trump's in. And if they're in danger, real danger. And I, that's the key. I don't think these people were vetted. They're just shipped. They come across the border. They say that I'm I'm here for, you know, to. To, uh, yeah. It's a sanctuary, and they just put them on a bus and say, where would you like to go? I do think there'll be a different setup when, when there's a new administration. They will they'll look at it and say, uh, uh, okay, let's talk about why you're really here. And if yeah, they're I, in danger, I think we'll, we'll, we'll rescue them. But there's a lot, Pat, millions who just came across because uh, they, they can get free stuff, you know? Well, play, playing the devil's advocate here. Let's say Trump does not get in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's another four years of, of Joe Biden. Um, oh, dear does God. Does that spell doom? Wait a does, second. I, I have to bless myself. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, yeah, does, I think it does because I think everybody right doom? now, I think everybody right now is sitting there. They're, they're not happy with it. I mean, the numbers are showing that you may, the news may not be telling that story, but the numbers are, and we've all talked to friends. We know, and and even people that we don't know that are sitting there, you hear somebody grumbling, and all of a sudden the conversation strikes up. America is not happy with what it has become and where it's going. But I will also say, you know, you, you know this this border immigration problem. Uh, regardless of what Trump, you know, says he hopes to do, he may want to start deporting. But the the simple fact is. What's been created over a two-year period, it's like, you know, it's like a person that breaks a diet. And in two years, they've gone from uh, 198 pounds to 340 pounds. <laughs> you know, they're not going to sit there and lose all that weight in a two-year or four-year, you know, that it's going to take some time and effort. This problem is not going to go away. But the thing is, we've got to look at the source of the problem, and that is Biden and his administration now, you know, you bring up a point. What if he wins again? Because that's the Democrat. Well, he's going to win again. He's going to hands down win, even though they're saying, and eh, he may not win. Right, All right, right. Let's just say he does, but the numbers are showing otherwise. You know, are we going to be election deniers we, when we go, hey, we don't think he won. You know what? Can I've, we t- see I've, those votes in the voting machines. No. What I've we said certified over and over again throughout the uh, last two and a half years, you know, uh, Einstein, was it Einstein who said? Uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. Mm-hmm. I don't hear them addressing election day voting. I don't hear them addressing uh, the machines. I don't hear them addressing mail-in ballots. And I'm afraid we're going to have, uh, on election day 2024, um, we're going to have a, a repeat of 2020. And I think that you're going to get a situation where a guy who, again, campaigns from his basement, whoever it is, is going to be uh, put in, installed, well, as opposed even, to voted in. Do you even think we're going to get to the elections? I mean, I still have well, my doubts about that. I even have my doubts that all the candidates are going to make it because we're just at a weird time 
in America that uh, it just seems that you know all the all the cards are right. Hey, that I hear more and more going to happen of the mainstream media talking about um, the assassination word. I'm talking. I hear them saying it on mainstream television. Talking about. I heard Tucker t- say it uh, recently. He's concerned about it. I don't hear, you know, Trump was asked about that, and he kind of chuckled it off and avoided the question. Uh, hopefully that's because he probably has the best security on the planet around him. You got to mean anything. you, you got to hope. I know. I know. I keep saying to myself, all you need is one lone man with, uh, you know, a weapon, and God knows everything can change. And somebody to help usher him into the right place to do the dirty deed, and that's it. You know, there, there's yeah. bad players. Even the Democrats that we bitch about probably have bad players that are pro-Trump. You know, I mean, there's, it would, but they would call them a bad player. Everybody has a bad player that has, you know, an intent different than what you have. So anything's possible. Well, we're going to have to talk about this later because we've blown another hour. <laughs> Can you hear? It? Can you believe it? That was fun. Did you enjoy yeah. it? Are you, are you going to come I back? Did. I did, yes. Yes? You did a good job. I will if you, if you want me back. Will you, will you do it from like a, a studio or will you do it from like... I'll do it. <laughs> Not from my kitchen yeah. next time. I'll, I'll go... Down to the basement. Good. Oh, put put on some thermals. You know, put on some thermal yeah, jammies. You'll see her in a snowsuit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised after she's got a beautiful house, and I'm and I'm just surprised they haven't got heat in the basement. You know, which is <laughs> no. Here's here's the thing. My husband, we have uh, fireplace inserts. Yes. And we mm. can heat the whole house by using the insert up here on the first floor and there's an insert in a beautiful fireplace in the basement as well so we can heat the whole house With, by just yeah keeping those fireplace inserts blazing and lewis is into so that. you don't need My gas friend. or electric no we really don't Ooh, we really don't you're a prepper <laughs> yeah <laughs> in some Holy ways smokes. you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> yes i do <laughs> um Oh, anyway, this uh, was fun. It was really fun. I was a little trepidatious. Yeah, I'm nah, throw one I, I know. At I you. mean, you've worked uh, at CBS, the network. You've worked in New York. You've worked in all these big fifty thousand watt stations. But the real challenge would is coming on our show. <laughs> well, I don't think it was a challenge. I think, really. it was good. Yeah. and I like the objectivity too. Hey, uh, I, I wanted to mention one thing. Fanny Willis, you know, she was doing it from church yesterday, of course, the day before Martin Luther King Day. In case yes, they're picking the on her because she's black, I believe she said. Right, yeah, and she says, yeah. you know, black women can't, ex- you can't expect them to be perfect. Um, yeah, she's what? having an affair. Excuse me? Yeah, she's given some guy who's never tried a case $700,000 and made him And she the says, lead. yeah, she's defending him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, but she, uh, and you can't expect black women to be perfect. I'm like going, okay. Really? Uh, you know yeah. what, guys? You know what, guys? What? He must be really good. <laughs> <laughs> you mean she as a practicing You mean that. as a practicing attorney, right? Of yeah. course. What did you think? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about his legal briefs, and I don't want to. I understand he knows everything. I understand he's big in his field. <laughs> anyway, oh my. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, I think with that we should, before we get thrown out of here, uh, we should point out that we have a phone number. We have a phone pad. Really, we oh, have. It's amazing. Eight three. Very impressive. Very well, impressive. thank you very much. You should call us sometime. Eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight. You don't have a phone. I know. You don't have a heater. You don't have a phone. <laughs> no, you know. No. She's, she's the Abraham Lincoln of Bucks County. <laughs> you know? Yeah, she comes back on the show. We got to change the names on the website. Thing. You know, it have to be. Uh, you know. What? Pat, Jim, and Bill, or Jim, Bill, and Pat. Pat, Jim, Bill, Jill. I don't know. <laughs> It'll be confusing. Whatever. Nick, Nick, yes. Patty, Whack, give a dog a bone. You want to come know. back tomorrow? Sure. All right. Uh, she's committed, folks. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can you get up again? I know I know. when you work for a living, you get up at 4 a.m. Uh, I did. I uh, did 4 a.m. for, well, 20 so, years. So even, even and if. Before that, actually, my whole life. 
pretty much 47 years. So this is no big deal. I mean, this is literally well, getting out of get bed. Up at 4.30 now, though, because, you know, you can get up at 6 and pretty much uh, you look exactly. around. Exactly. Yeah. And Have a shower, make coffee. Stumble, yeah. stumble to the uh, frigid studio <laughs> in, <laughs> in your heavy winter jacket. Good. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I have the Trump mug here having coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to? Bill, we know Pat, Bill ends the show by screaming Spanish at our audience. So, uh, and we've been doing this now for some time, and people is seem it to, proper Spanish or do we want to split? It I think up we three should. Ways? I think we should adjust it a bit. Uh, what usually you say, uh, baby? Maybe the baby part we should take out because we now have a woman in the house. Hasta la vista, baby. Oh, I put baby in there. Yeah, you did. That's okay. Hasta la vista. We're out of here. This is CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>